Howdy, folks. Welcome to the post-production podcast, the official podcast of 3DF Productions. This is going out sometime in the near future. Today is September the 20th, 2011. This is the first time we're doing this, so we're not real clear on how this is going to go down. Uh, today we're talking about the story of Will the Reaper, uh, an as-yet unreleased OVA from the Black Butler anime series. 3DF is doing a uh, an audio version of the main series, the first season of the anime, uh, the second season, plus this OVA, among others, have been picked up for, have been picked up as licenses, but haven't, I don't think they've gone into production yet. They might have. I, I don't know. I don't work. They're on the way. Yeah, they're on their way. They're coming at some point. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I'll be your host for tonight. I'm Dylan Spencer, and I provide the voice of William T. Spears. Uh, joining me are Kurt Rose. I'm Kurt Rose. I provide the voice of Corel Sutcliffe, the fiery red Grim Reaper of passion. And our script adapter, editor, mixer, director, narrator, and everything, everything else. Faith I am Faith Kelter. Yeah, Faith Kelter, that's me. Um, the I mind think... and power behind the stories. Exactly. <laughs> and don't forget it. Exactly right, my darling. <laughs> Yeah, definitely glad to be here. Thank you, Dylan, for helping set this up. But I've done the script writing, or adaptation, so to speak, only a little bit of extra writing. Um, Directing these lovely two gentlemen here with me, as well as our many, many other voice actors that are involved with the group. And this has definitely been one of my favorite projects since starting the whole Black Butler series, in terms of adapting it for audio. So, uh, this being our first episode... Let's go over a little bit about how 3DF got started. Okay. Um, honestly, it started like forming itself when it, before it even had a name. Um, that actually came a little bit later. Um, my first project that has not been released, I do hope to release a highlight reel eventually, but it was supposed to be... Um, it was based off of the Batman Arkham Asylum video game when that first came out. I was highly, highly intrigued by the whole Chronicles of Arkham uh, subplot or mission, however you want to call it. Um, and we tried to adapt that into some form of an audio. Now, again, that was before it even had a name. I had contacted a few people, including Lord Jazor, Jason Marnoka, uh, James Hall, uh, actually auditioned for me for that one. That's how he got started. Um, and I think those guys were the first, some of the first couple of ones to join out with me. So they've been with me since, you know, before the group even had a name. Um, later on, when I started getting really into wanting to do this, um, we picked up a story from the Ace Attorney series when uh, Gatton Kenji slash Ace Attorney Investigations came out. Uh, we determined we decided to do something based on Turnabout Reminiscence, um, which is the fourth case of that game. And I think that's when I really started to form the group as it's known today, uh, 3DF being... Uh, the official title for it? How did I come up with that? I think it's actually based on my family. Nobody actually knows about that, so yeah, but that's how that all got started, so it's been a group for about almost two years now, and I haven't looked back since at all. I love it. Cool. Uh, so, Kurt, how did you get involved with 3DF? Well, honestly, it started out when I was looking to audition for a Phoenix Wright adaptation. Every everywhere I looked, it was either taken or the authors long abandoned the series. Finally, I 
looked up this uh, audio file online. I can't remember what your YouTube name is. Face, sorry. Limbabs fan. <laughs> Limbabs fan. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And it was about that uh, the fourth case of the first game. And I was listening. I was like, "Wow, these people are good. This this could really be the dub for the real game." And so I went on the comments. I said, "You you're great. You know, you're just you're wonderful. You know, I I love your work." And she was, the face was like, "Oh yeah, thank you. Another obsessed fan. Yay, Kenny!" <laughs> Finally, and then after a while, I started thinking, "Wait a minute, these people are actors. They probably have auditions. Maybe they'll have me as the cast." <laughs> so, fangirl moment. I about five seconds later, you know, Faith got this email saying, "Look, I I know you guys are probably professional and all, but I I really would love it, you know, if you just." Have me for a series or two. I'll play anything, you know. <laughs> really, I will. Yes, it kind of sounds familiar. <laughs> and so she asked me to audition for a series of voices, uh, one of them being Clavier Gavin, which I thought I did a terrible job. I tried my best to do a German accent, which Faith had to constantly work me through. <laughs> but... She loved. What really got her was when I did the voice of, uh, what was it, old? Uh, Wendy Oldbag. Wendy Oldbag. <laughs> that was a total, total joke. I, I remember She didn't expect me to do it, but <laughs> at the end of the recording, Oh, Angie, Angie, oh, I love you so much. I would do anything to have your children. Incidentally, that voice eventually evolved into Grell. <laughs> Good to know, actually. <laughs> and that's how I join 3df productions cool stuff so uh will the reaper mm -hmm. about william and grell who are during the main series constantly at odds uh being grim reapers mm -hmm. killing people on the to die list making sure they're <laughs> worth killing poor people the, <laughs> yeah the uh the ova follows their first job together which is also their first job as reapers mm -hmm. um so what is it about that that made you want to do an adaptation of this ova in particular well honestly i had read all about this I, the first way, the first way i actually found out about it was um for some reason or another i was looking up grell on the uh I'm not going to attempt Japanese names, so I'll just stick with Black Butler, <laughs> the Black Butler uh, Wikipedia. And at the bottom, they had a picture of what they called, quote, quote, young girl. And I'm like, oh, my Lord, this looks interesting. So I looked up a couple of things. I read up on it and found out that there was a whole episode dedicated to them. I don't even remember how I found where to download it. I think it was on one of the farms for Black Butler. But um, I watched the episode, found some subtitles, which helped greatly in uh, translating the script. Um, Got to give a shout out there. Popping Guy, I think his, uh, his or her screen name was. If that's you, please step forward. Um, watch it with subtitles. And it just, it it was a lot of fun. That's honestly what I loved about it. I love Grell. Grell was my first favorite character. And gradually, of course, pulling into that, William joined on that beautiful short list there. Um so to actually see them get an episode all their own, it was like, this is a blast. We have to do this somehow. And I I thought about it for a while. And um, 
yeah, I just decided we got to do this. So I sat down, do what I normally do. It just starts with transcribing the script, which just get, which is basically just taking it and putting it all out literally. Um, and then slowly just adapted it to work more for an audio. Cause there's just so many parts of the script that in an episode that needs to be fixed because it either just doesn't flow properly or whatever. And I just made that work. Um, but it was just a fun episode. I actually really cannot wait to see what they do with it for English. When they said they were licensing that one among all the other OVAs, I was like, yes! Even though I love my cast very much, I just I cannot wait to see it when they actually bring it out in English. Sometime. I think it's sometime next year. So that's what got me started on it and enjoying it. All right. Uh, so, Kurt, what yep. made you want to play Grell? Well... After Faith mentioned to the whole cast that she was doing Black Butler, I, to myself, I said, what in the heck is Black Butler? <laughs> so I started watching the episodes, and I was, I wasn't sure what I expected. You know, a show about Black Butler, I, this can't be at all. Oh, I was actually, hmm. I, I really liked it. And then we, a few episodes, we got into the Jack the Ripper case, and... <laughs> From the moment Grell revealed himself, I honestly fell in love with the character. <laughs> Ever since then, I've been practicing the voice. You know, Faith, you know, she must have went crazy, the emails I sent. Hey, <laughs> I couldn't help but notice that there's this character, Grell, that you haven't casted yet that I really would like to play. So I would like to play him, please. <laughs> Anybody mind if I told that story, actually? <laughs> sure, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, hold on one second. Well, basically what it was, was um, I told these guys this story constantly, and it's one of my favorite stories, actually, because it just drove me crazy, but at the same time yielded such awesome results. Um, with Grell being the character that he is, I mean, or she is, no matter how you want to look at it. Um, either way will do. Either way will do nicely. <laughs> with Grell being the character that it is, it's just, um, I really wasn't sure what I was going to do. I mean, we had just finished uh, His Butler Abel, and that went over very nicely and very beautifully. It came out to be one of my favorite projects ever. So, going into Jack the Ripper, I had at least a somewhat good idea of who I wanted to play who, and but Grell was just one of those that I was like, oh no, what's going to happen? I mean, is anybody gonna be comfortable playing him, or what? And originally, I asked James Hall, who was our Miles Edgeworth. And while waiting for an audition from him, I got Kurt's wonderful email um I, saying you know can you play, can i play the role i want to play the role and i'm like no, oh no. still come back to play finney you know yeah, exactly. i'll still be a fan but i just really want you to give me he a really shot. wants to buy what i really want to play girl um originally i had said no and i for a while i was regretting that so much because i had gotten his audition at last and i was listening i was i remember i was in the car coming home from work and I do not condone doing this but I was checking my <laughs> email while it waited at a stoplight and I downloaded his audition over my phone I had had one of the longest hardest days ever at work and that audition just but doubled me over I was cracking up laughing um so I talked to James about it and we mutually agreed to let Kurt have the role and I said okay so in the meantime you can do William T. Spears. And lo and behold, I get the message from Dylan saying, by the way, do you think I can give William a shot? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. Um, and again, and that's actually how it actually played into Will the Reaper that I turn around and I think 
Dylan and I had messaged you about giving him a shot and ultimately for Jack the Ripper uh, due to casting stuff going on uh, we made you full time William yep. Yay! Uh, I, I admit I was a little shocked at first wow James Hall sounds really different <laughs> he does. I mean, James has a James has a great voice, and honestly, if you've heard his Miles Edgeworth, he and I did get lines from him for William, and he did an amazing job. Um, likewise, with one of our other characters for Will the Reaper that I had had on standby, um, I do want at one point to sit there and let them have the spotlight a little bit because they did an amazing job. But lo and behold, this is how it beautifully turned out, and I have these two lovely gentlemen as my official Will and Grell, and I'm very happy with that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so, we're all fans of Black Butler, obviously. Indeed. Uh, and that's, you know, kind of why we've got involved with this. Uh, so, Kurt, can you talk a little bit about what it's like uh, as a viewer of the series, as someone who just kind of jumped in and was like, what is, what, what could this possibly be? Um, and then taking that and suddenly working on our own adaptation of it. Well, I was a little nervous at first because I know how popular Grell Sutcliffe was. And I was like, oh, if the fans hate this, I'm going to feel so bad. So I... But the series, I've, oh, I really did. Lo- In fact, I think I started the series before I started the manga. I think that's how we all did it, actually. I did not. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I you got into read, the manga first. I don't. I do not read manga at all. So, I highly recommended. Highly, highly recommended. Thumbs up. <laughs> all right. Um. And so for you, Faith, as the oh, director, I'm not even sure if I answered anything. <laughs> uh. Well, so as the director and whatnot, uh, how is it different watching this series and then taking it and going, I'm going to do this thing over here. Well, honestly, the the anime was not our original intention, um, or my original intention. I had originally wanted to do basically a manga read. Um, I had an idea in my head that we were trying, like you know, because the manga from the first chapter is very, very similar to the pilot episode that they used for the anime, with the exception of the ending. The ending was not as creepy. I won't say what. It's different in case anybody listens and doesn't want spoilers, but in the manga, it was not as, it wasn't as exciting or creepy at all. You know, it kind of ended on a very, I don't even think we find out what happened to the guy, the guy who I guess would become Mr. Damiano in the first episode. So he just kind of shows uh, up I, and I don't think they bring him back. Yeah, again, I don't, I don't even remember him appearing be- um, beyond the whole I think, what does he talk to CL or something? I don't even know. I don't remember. I gotta rewrite yeah, that. I think on. he's a. Uh, uh, spoilers. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I. But aside from that, I. I. That was honestly one thing that made me start to steer away from the project. And it was actually uh, Jason Marnoka who brought up the idea of actually just dubbing the anime. You know, I was a little. I gotta say, I was a little hesitant because, I mean,. I know the like the like or dislike uh, for the for the English dub is very right down the middle, so to speak. But uh, I thought personally that they did an amazing, amazing job. I mean, you have legends like Brenda Palencia, J. Michael Tatum playing the leads, and it's like, oh my god, this is incredible. 
And this was the show that introduced me to them. So I hold that very near and dear. But at the same time, there's something about audio. And this is what originally, when I started 3DF, this is what my main goal was. It's just, I grew up with my grandfather letting me hear different radio plays and such from his era of entertainment. And I love it. I actually find it a little bit more interesting than movies or TV or anything like that. Um, so being able to do a chance, had to have a chance to do Black Butler in that form and hopefully being able to freak someone out or just either just tell a really good story was that definitely ultimately helped make me decide that, okay, we're going to do the audio the anime and let's do it. Um, I really didn't expect it to go on beyond his Butler Abel. I had a few ideas of what I wanted to do. I definitely wanted to do the Jack the Ripper episode, which came out wonderful. Um but even there, after Jack the Ripper, I really didn't expect to do much more. So it was the original game plan really was like his Butler Abel, maybe Jack the Ripper. And then I saw Will the Reaper and it was like, okay, let's do that. Uh, and now I think we're up to, what are we going to have, like five um, episodes uh, now? <laughs> my Fair Lady will be coming out soon. Hopefully very soon. My Fair Lady is the, Dr- the Drossel Kynes episodes. Um, Black Butler rewritten is the cult episodes and the yet unnamed, yet untranscribed finale <laughs> that we're going to do. But yeah, that's it's. I love being able to sit there and take stuff that I know and transforming it into the beautiful art of audio drama. So it's definitely a delight and to an extent an honor for me to be able to do that. Cool. Um, so this is the first uh, thing that we've done that actually went up on DeviantArt, which has been the big thing where we've been getting all of, basically all of the views yeah. for the thing. Um, so what's the reception been like? I mean, it on a site like DeviantArt, yeah, it's huge, and I really didn't expect, I honestly didn't expect the stats. I mean, the stats are pretty, for lack of a better expression, pretty damn good for uh, something like this. Um, I think overnight we had like over a hundred views, um, a couple of, you know, I think it went to like 12 favorites and I think it's kind of doubled and all that since, but, um, unfortunately I had to say, I did have to sort of trick DeviantArt a little bit, but, and so I really hope something like this, you know, you can, we can somehow message them to do something for audio drama because it's supposed to be a website, you know, it's supposed to be a website about art. It's supposed to be about expressing yourself and there's an option for flash movies, but there's no option for, audio drama. So with it having a very decent and awesome reception, um, who knows, maybe we can actually get a section for it, but it's done very, very, very well. It's good to hear. Um, if we do say so ourselves. Exactly. (laughs) Bear in mind, this is all coming from the cast and crew who worked on the thing. So of course, (laughs) so of course we're going to like hearing, listening to ourselves. Yeah. Uh, so, (laughs) Um, last thing I think we'll talk about before Will the Reaper uh, we recorded Will the Reaper all separately all before we started doing read-throughs of scripts together with the cast um, so Kurt, as an actor how do you manage trying to play off an imaginary performance, something that isn't there and that you have to make up what well... everybody else is saying and then have your character be believable? Well, I kind of use techniques I use in theater. I do theater on the side, everyone. Don't quit my day job. (laughs) 
that you, normally whenever we study for our scripts, we are alone. It, we can't be together all the time, and we have to do a lot of memorizing off stage. So basically, we get into character, you know. And I watch the 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 show Will the Reaper on with subs on television on television computer. There you go. <laughs> So I knew where the story was going. I knew who, how the characters would feel, how they would react. And so I just really just kept that in mind while I was talking to Will and Thomas and everyone in the script. It, re- it really isn't as difficult as some people might think it is. <laughs> just stay in character. Pretty much. Uh, and Faith, as the director, how do you make sure that everything is coming out as you want it to um despite not having us all in the same room. Um as much as I would love having that actually. Um it's always a hit and miss kind of, not a hit and miss kind of thing. It's not the best way to describe it, but um it definitely is a little bit of a risk cuz I never know. I mean, I've gotten to know everybody's voices for the characters. So when I send out lines or when I'm typing up a script, I pretty much can hear um my our various actors in my head, I can kind of have an idea of how they're going to say a line or how they might say a line. Um, so I kind of expect, know what to expect when I get back, when I get everything back, but it's still always kind of a, for lack of a better word, a gamble. Um, of course, if we have to, we do redos um, or anything like that. I over excessively, <laughs> over excessively put, um, tons of director's notes in the script if you've ever if you've ever seen a theater script so to speak um with each line there is sometimes like either in italics or in parentheses or whatever there's the action that the character should be doing or is supposed to be doing that is set by the person who Th- those the really help yeah exactly but um i do it in excessive amounts and i think i, I think i drive my actors crazy sometimes but um that's kind of my I look at it as my director's notes to them. Like I have a set way of how I want either the line to be read or something like that. Like in the case of say somebody like Sebastian or whatever, um, we have um, in our thing, because it's audio, we have to rely on the actor's voice to sit there and portray what's going on. So I'll leave a note for Jason and the thing and say, okay, this is where he's Butler. This is where he's demon. Likewise, when we did Jack the Ripper for, um, Kurt with Grell in the beginning, he kind of he shows up in his I won't spoil anything, but his disguise, so to speak. And again, that was the same thing. Like I would say, okay, he's in disguise at this point. Okay, he's turning into himself at this point. I'm here so, to escort you back home, Madame. Exactly. So, um, but that's my main source of communication to the actors, and somehow, especially Will the Reaper, you two manage to have this awesome chemistry without ever being in the same room at all. I mean, it's great that we're doing read-throughs now. Like, we just did the read-through uh, the other night with some of the cast members of uh, Black Butler Rewritten, which is going to be our, our fourth installment. So that was definitely a great thing because it gave me a chance to kind of hear how everybody does play off of each other. But at the same time, most of the time, when we're actually recording the lines, we're going to have nobody in the room or you're going to have nobody in the room. So that is pretty much how the magic works. And now I might have to kill some people for revealing that secret. <laughs> oh, as long as we're not one of them. No, you guys aren't one of them for sure. I leave that yes. to you. I leave that to you, my dear. <laughs> we will kill any anybody listening to us. Exactly. 
All right. You come over here. Come over here. <laughs> so, uh, before we wrap up and get out of here, uh, any final thoughts? Stuff you want to talk about? Anything? I'll let you guys go first. <laughs> Kurt? Crap. <laughs> uh, Can we edit that out? Probably, yeah. <laughs> edit this in post. Uh, so there's... Uh, Dylan... You you asked us how we you asked us some questions, but you never answered any of the questions you asked us. Correct, that is exactly <laughs> what happened. Yes. Uh, so, uh, how did how did you join 3DF Productions, or how did why did you want to play the role of Will? Well, so joining 3DF Productions was um, months and months ago. I think it was back in January. Uh, Faith had put up a an audition on the Voice Acting Alliance boards um, for a thing as yet unreleased still uh, called Shangri-La, the Palace of Water. We're getting there. Uh, yeah, that's coming soon. Yes. Ish. Coming um, soon to a computer near you. And I just auditioned for a couple of roles in that, and Faith said, okay, why don't you play Sora, the male lead? And I was like, oh, okay, that's... I was not expecting that, but okay. Uh, and then from there, it just kind of snowballed into getting involved with uh, narrating a... Or not narrating, but doing the credits for one of the Phoenix Wright things, and then uh, then Baldroy in Black Butler. And then, like Faith said earlier, I was like, you know, William T. Spears. Um, and then that happened. But so... Yeah, that's okay. how I came about joining 3DF. What I want to know is exactly what drew you to William. I'm very, very curious about that. Uh, well, he's he's British humor by way of Japan, is how I like to describe <laughs> him. And yes. for whatever reason, he works really well in the context of the show, because the show is several magnitudes of ridiculous in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um and then when when Will appears, he's just so dry and tired of of Grell's crap, and just he he almost has an air of knowing that everything is ridiculous, but not caring. <laughs> exactly. And it's he's just a lot of fun because he's just so stuck up and British, and oh whatever, do your thing, I'm going over here. And He's too British to be expected to worry about such things. Exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, so, yeah, that, basically, he's just, he's just really fun. Really. Well, on the other hand, happens to be American. Hmm. <laughs> At least for our production, yeah, Grell happens I really, I really <laughs> thought I was being British when I did the voice of Grell. Well, the good news is, or I have seen, like, at least, like, a couple of, uh, Fan fiction on Zonline where Grell does go to America. So we'll just, that'll be your personal oh. backstory <laughs> for Grell. <laughs> they have so many good men over there. It was so exciting. Exactly. It gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. Yay. But none of them are as beautiful as my will. Ooh. What was that? <laughs> that was Windy Old Bag. Oh, great. Oh, I love you guys so much. <laughs> now that Anything this has gone completely me will, lover. <laughs> okay. Now that this has gone completely sideways, 
it's about the time we uh, wrap it up. So that's what Grell says. Okay. Yep. <laughs> definitely. Yep. Definitely okay, time to wrap everyone, it up. It was good talking to whoever listening to this. Absolutely. So hope you guys spread as much of the word as you possibly can. We are doing it. And Black Butler theme music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you can find. Please leave comments on the blog, 3dfproductions.blogspot.com. Um, find the Facebook group, 3DF Productions. Uh, we love to Ask hear us from people. Questions. Next time we do one of these podcasts, we'll answer them. We promise. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just find us and contact us because we really need feedback. We live on this. <laughs> uh, so thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, tell your friends, tell your families, whatever. Tell your dog. Tell your dog. Exactly. Uh, there you go. <laughs> we'll be back. Um, I'm guessing the next time we'll do one of these is when we wrap up production on Black Butler proper, right? Yep, look forward to and that. If the, and if the original cast of Black Butler is listening to this, we love you people. <laughs> Please Never love ever to this bird. <laughs> Definitely so. Hopefully when we get that wrapped up, we will be able to do something a little bit bigger. Yep. You never know. And No so, spoilers. So we're going to leave you off here um, following this. There will be a clip uh, of the Will the Reaper thing that we did. Um, so listen to that, and then head over to the blog. Tell us what you think. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye! <laughs>